Drew is missing. Stand by. <laughs> it's can't, can't find you. Where where did he go? Christ on a cracker. Like, oh fuck, it's Saturday. Uh no, I meant like your video is missing. Stand by. Oh, unlock. Okay. And you're really tiny. And your resolution is fucking hot garbage. What the fuck is going on right here, right now? Hang on. I had to turn the computer on at the last effing second. I mean, like the thing wasn't even on. <laughs> it was like I had to boot this some bitch up ten minutes ago. Like it's doing, it was doing updates with something. Oh, that's why I got the wrong window. Oops. Maybe. I, it's the only one. In, it's the only one that exists. God damn it! What the fuck? What the fuck? How about we'll do another uh, window capture? All right, so that's the video I want. And then hit OK. Yeah, that's that's doable. That, that'll work. It's workable. That'll do. Oh, Jesus, Mary. Whoa. <laughs> Why does this, like, every time we try to do this, something goes wonky with the tech. Well, this time it was because, uh, um, what the fuck? Are you sitting farther over than normal or something? No, dude, seriously, this chair never moves. I mean, <laughs> Let's see. yes, it has rollers, but only if you, like, tilt it and the sucker weighs, like, a hundred pounds. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it's it's it, it's a chair with with attachments. <laughs> it's a chair with legs. Anyway, mm, yeah, I, it, it, I, it, I know it, what yeah. happened uh, when you uh, when I had to create a new meeting. It was linked to the regular meeting. You were like, give me a link. And I, when I started, because I, like, yeah, I had to go try to go diving back through the fucking. I literally had taken the old link that I always go to click on, and like literally made a short uh, a shortcut for it on the desktop. But for some reason, it doesn't work. It's like it, the URL doesn't work. I'm like, okay, but if I actually go and click on the link that I created a shortcut for, it's fine. But then I got to go digging back through the fucking Facebook Messenger. Goddamn. Oh no. Yeah, this is a dig oh, back no. the yeah the the Facebook Messenger thread, and it's just the one between you and me, not the group one. But it's like, I got to go back and find it. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't have time. Run, Link. <laughs> Run, Link, please. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Porch Factor. Yeah, we just got a scramble order today. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> to get a little bit. airborne in two minutes to intercept the Germans. Oh, Christ on a cracker. <laughs> I feel like I was, I'm on uh, uh, Pearl Harbor and we just got bombed. And I'm like, shit, yeah. got to go do like, something. Oh, shit, it's Saturday <laughs> night. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I messaged the group. Oh, first off, welcome to the Porch Factor. I'm Ron. I'm Drew. And you're on the porchfactor.com. If you're watching live, you are awesome. Uh, if you are a, uh, a lab attendant, welcome. Message us. Become a stoop kid. Interact. It's beautiful. You just got to create an account on the website. Then you can also graduate and become a shit lord if you want to support the show and also hear the other 50% of the show. Moving on. So, yeah, I'm sitting here, like, messaging our group chat going, you know, because I'm sitting right here. I'm, I'm all ready to go, and I'm ready to click go, but I didn't want to click go until I knew you, you were going to be on there because then I would have gotten on there. <laughs> like, and yeah, like, like, we, we mentioned nothing about the show all day, so I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, we get her like, oh, yeah, we are doing it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. 
<laughs> like, wait, Joe? <laughs> wait, Joe? Oh, fuck, it is Saturday. And we didn't mention the damn thing. Oh, shit, I looked at my watch. I'm like, fuck, Holy it's 7 o'clock. Holy shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. Uh, uh, yes, but we are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here to do our things while I allow my body to repair itself. Mm. Dude, it's been since, like, zero seven this morning. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep, woke up, and then I just started doing things. Like, I took out the trash, you know, emptied the house, the trash went to the dump, you know, to the landfill. And then I got back, and I realized that there was, like, nine other things that I wanted to do, and they were all outside. Oh, in this temperature. Uh, no, today, we had two fronts, two cold fronts sandwiched together go over us at the exact same time. Like, both fronts okay. were probably separated by about 50 miles or so, mm. and they both went over. So, like, Here. yesterday, it was 99. Today, it was 73. Oh, that's much better. Oh, yeah. The windows have been it's open all It's still 99 night. outside here. Holy fuck, it's still hot. <laughs> you walk outside <laughs> and you get smashed in the face. It, it's it it's yeah it it yeah what, 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 did i share the meme with you guys the other day it was like oh, yeah as you walk outside you know in front of a nice cool breeze <laughs> it's like oh i'll yeah. enjoy this nice breeze the breeze sarah <laughs> the Connor, breeze. holding on to the fence yes she gets hit by the nuclear blast yes <laughs> <laughs> and it's the truth i've felt it i've been to texas in the summer because i was stupid yeah. stupid like yeah i'm coming to texas when are you gonna come august <laughs> like good luck ron <laughs> where are you flying into houston ron <laughs> or austin <laughs> no, you're, you're ron? austin like, houston's worse because houston's like florida yeah it never dries out it's hot and wet all the time that's what she said giggity giggity yeah. <laughs> but it, Houston is like Florida. It's just it the sun is brutal and the mosquitoes will carry you away. Yeah. Yeah, they have USAF written on the bottom of them. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> mosquitoes the size of a B52. <laughs> They're just coming and running around. That was basically what I wanted to play on the drive home watching Top Gun a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Dude. Like, yes. <laughs> Dude, crank that. dude, that thing I sent earlier today, they have made $800 million at the box office. That is going to be a billion dollar box office movie. And did China contribute to any of that? Now that I look at it, going, did China have anything to do with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> the majority of that is USA, motherfucker, mm-hmm. domestic box office. Suck a dick. And it did quite well overseas, too. Saying, oh, the movies make America look good. They don't work. You know, other countries are like that. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, let's do box office. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's been out for less than a month. And it's closing in on the B. It's I mean, damn. How many, how many films have done the B? I know the first Avengers film did. Wait a minute. Pretty sure Titanic did. I'm pretty sure Avatar did. Wait a minute. What? Oh. You, all right. So 806 million, right? So we're heading for the billion words, right? Only half of that was domestic. 
Yeah. The so other half was million ish. Yeah. But still think about that. That's 400 million from one country. The yeah. other 400 million All from the rest of the world, 200 countries. Yeah. <laughs> Minus a few. <laughs> Why? Minus one very major one with a lot of money to burn. Yeah. They can suck a dick. Um, <laughs> that's the point. You don't need to worry about what the Chinese communists think about you to make money. Hollywood, NBA, etc. Here's my confusion, though. Oh, this must be the original. Oh, my God. Okay. So the box office of the original domestic hmm. box office was 357. So it eclipsed that. Yeah. Right. And that's a that's inflation adjusted. That's in today's money, right? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I think it might be. I want to say it was like a hundred and something million it did, or two hundred million or so that it did. All right, so it I did. Could be wrong. Three fifty-seven point three fifty-seven point three was its number. Let's see what that is adjusted for today, because that was what 85, 86. 86. Uh, 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 a lot. Uh, it, it, it's a fucking lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Lots of numbers calculate it was almost a billion dollars yeah it was 952 in today's money now i want to say that 357 number has got to be in today's cash i can't imagine even in the 80s i can't imagine that well they also put in did that fucking well uh oh well it might have been uh it yeah, just says 357 today's money no no that, so, might, that might be chunk. total like worldwide box office okay, total gross okay yeah so i think that's total gross its budget take a stab at its budget back in 86 50 million 15 million they Aliens spent was 20 million they, they didn't have real fighter planes like nothing you know how much that is in today's money 40 million dollars that's jesus christ yeah <laughs> and they had real goddamn fighter planes in there in, well, in, in the original. In the original, and they yeah. have real goddamn fire planes in this one. Let's see <laughs> like, how much yeah, let's see how much, much this one was, if they if they have 190 it. million, something like that. It was a big budget. It was almost two hundred million bucks for the whole budget for this one. And it totally makes sense. Cause uh, yeah, because it's it, fucking it, it's a it's massive production. Top gun. Suck my dick. It's top yeah. gun. Well also F eighteens are not cheap. No. <laughs> Box office <laughs> total cost a lot of money to operate. <laughs> just updated top guard uh, uh, box office total is eight seventeen. Shit. Its budget was one seventy. It made so much goddamn money. <laughs> Hollywood, are you listening? You want to make money? Make movies like this. Stop being woke, fuck like boys. <laughs> and you make movies like this, yeah. or enough, just enough apologizing for America. Wave the goddamn flag. Or just listen to Tom Cruise, okay? Every movie the man has ever done. Is there ever been a flop in his IMDb? Is there ever been a flop? Let's look at his IMDb. I don't know. Flop means made less than it cost to make it, so... Or just sucked. Well, let's just talk about plenty of movies that made a ton of money that sucked. All right, so I've never seen The Mummy. Oh, that's the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm pretty tw- sure that was a flop. New 2017. Yeah, well, it, they they tried to. It had nothing to do with the Brendan Fraser film. It it, it was like a re, it, it's like Universal, I think, was trying to like do a whole. 
Yeah, it was Universal. Monster Cinematic Universe or some crap like that. It was like, you know, they're going to have like Nick, a Frankenstein film or something and other Nick, bunch of other shit. Yeah. Nick Morton is a soldier of fortune who plunders ancient sites for timeless artifacts and sells them to the highest bidder. When Nick and his partner come under attack in the Middle East, the ensuing battle accidentally unearths Aminet, a betrayed Egyptian princess. That one was not a flop. The budget was somewhere between 125 and 195, and it made 410. Not a flop. Then he's got Reacher, MI, all of the MIs. All of the MIs. Apparently, there's another one coming out next summer. Risky Business, The Outsiders. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about The Outsiders. That's, American that's Made. A brat, that's a Brat Pack Murderer's Row movie right there. They're all in that one. Was Edge of Tomorrow any good? I never saw it. Again, I'm trying to think. What's the... Other than the Mission Impossible movies, I'm trying to think, what have I seen that he he was the lead in recently? Oh, I remember this one. This was uh, back in 14. This was him, Emily Blunt, and Bill Paxton. Yeah, it was the one where he dies and like starts over. This keeps reliving. It's like Groundhog Day, but it's like an action. It's like a sci-fi action movie. I know the no, movie, but I never saw Edge of, it. Edge of Tomorrow was uh, Earth Falls Under Attack from an Invisible yeah. Aliens. And it's like okay, if he dies, he get. I think they they rename. I think they they actually renamed the movie. I think they call it "Live Die Repeat." Oh, so basically, they Cage took the finds himself and, like, thrown into a time loop now. in which he relives the same brutal flight and his death. Brutal fight and his death. Yeah. It's it's so it's like Groundhog Day meets like a sci-fi action movie that made tons of money. Yeah, I never saw it. War of the Worlds, yeah. of course. Jerry Maguire, of course. Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. That's why show was interesting because that was one of those hard R movies where it's like, okay, it's hard, but it's Kubrick, so it's right. I'd imagine the budget on that wasn't too big. I say the actor's salaries were probably the biggest budget line item on that one. So we're pretty sure that he has never been into a, been in a flop, and not that I can think of. Really, I can't even think of a, of a Tom Cruise movie that sucked. Pretty much all of the ones I've ever I never seen saw were, Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky was good. I never saw it. So I again, did see that. Like, other than the Mission Impossible films, what have I seen from him in the last twenty years that I actually watched? Oh, in the last twenty years, uh, War yeah, of the Worlds. I say, I remember, okay, it's like stuff in the nineties. Whole bunch of stuff he did in the nineties that I've seen. All right, War of the Worlds. I didn't see it. Oh, you got to see that one. That one's actually really. I, was, good. I saw the original one way back in the fifties. Oh no, yeah, this the, this the, they did a good job on that one. Except for the girl that plays his daughter is um, um, Dakota Fanning. And you just wanted to punch her the entire fucking movie. I'm not fucking kidding. Dad! Dad! Like, she's screaming his name because she's afraid he's going to die. And be, that was because he moved his left leg three feet. Dad! I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go. Uh, you saw uh, you saw Edge of Tomorrow. All uh, no, the I did not see that one. I know oh, the movie okay. you're talking did, about. Yeah, I did not see it, though. Alright, you've seen Jack Reacher? No. Great not film. One of them. Watch that. All the I mean, there's, two, there's two of them, aren't there? And then they did a TV <coughs> show that had nothing to do with him, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's a Reacher yeah. two. There's a Reacher, yeah, there's Jack Reacher two or whatever, and and then I know they did a TV show or it's on like a Amazon Prime or Hulu or one of those like Man, that. Pretty much all like that. during the 2010s through 2020, you've never seen all the MIs. Well, that's other than the MIs. Oh, okay. I can't think of one that I've uh, seen. Did you see Last Samurai? No. That is one of the greatest films in my in my. Again, it's a whole bunch of movies done that are great. I'm sure they're great. I just haven't seen them. Plex. Now that I think about it. Plex. <laughs> when I get the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was Jack Reacher. Never go back. Was the second okay. one. Yeah. 
All right. So you're, 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 oh, you, didn't you see Valkyrie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. fuck. Uh, That's my, a damn good movie. My two <laughs> I think I rewatched best it again a films in my, in my world, like in my two best films. And I can't tell you which one is the best film out of the two is The Last Samurai and Valkyrie. Perfection. Like right below them is 13 days for me. Right. But pretty much at the top, like where you you didn't miss a single thing is now those top two. And they're both being challenged by Maverick. And all three of them are fucking Tom Cruise films. (laughs) Dude, say what you want about the dude. He's kind of a psychopath. Yeah, he, but he's, 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 he's eccentric like so many Hollywood actors are, but the man delivers. <laughs> it's like he brings it. Right. You know, I'm a, I'm a uh, nerd, so you'd think that my favorite film that also hit every single cylinder, every single rev the entire time, Apollo 13. Yeah. Right. I should just be in love with that. That's, you know, binar my, my favorite. Right. Or uh, crazy historical accuracy about things for like um, uh, 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 Sully. Right. Yes. Down to the like where us as pilots were watching everything they did, all of their call outs. And we knew 100 <laughs> percent that because uh, uh, Hanks yeah. was in it. It had to be perfect. He had to learn and the it was lingo. Directed by Clint Eastwood, no less. And it was directed by Clint yeah. Eastwood. I was like, that was the next film he did after American Sniper, I think. Which was American Sniper, and then uh, another brilliant film. Brilliant film. Oh, who did? Uh, um, um, not Dunkirk. Uh, Gray- oh, that was Christopher who, Nolan. Who did it? Greyhound? I don't remember who directed it. Cause God damn, from a Tom Hanks thing. That one was Tom another Hanks, one. Tom Cruise, Tom Hardy. We're all sitting here trying to think. All these oh, yeah, Toms. Toms who are Tom, Tom Selleck even. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, if the lead actor's name is Tom, it's usually a good bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the um, um, the new Spider-Man dude? It's uh, Tom, Tom uh, Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. He another one knocks it out of the park. Dude's ridiculous. And he's let's, young, too. He's talk. got a long career ahead of him. Let's talk about him for just a second. So I think other than the Spider-Man films that he's been in, I can't think of another thing I've seen him in yet. So he's he's a British man, right? He's from he's from Kingston upon Thames, right? Uh, where the fuck is your IMDb boss? God damn! So a couple things about him. First of all, he like Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts. <sighs> And that then, takes its toll, <laughs> especially when you're jumping through the fucking air and stuff. Being Spider-Man, get the fuck out of here, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, they do a lot of green screen shit, but there's a lot of shit that's not green screen. <laughs> it's like, mm. oh, he was in a TV show, uh, a TV series short called The Daily Bugle, where he obviously uh-huh. plays yeah. Peter Parker. Um, let's see, let's go down here. Uh, he was a voice for Do in Doolittle. Um, wow, he really hasn't done a ton. Oh, he was in, oh, obviously he was in Avengers. Yeah. Um, uh, prior to that. Nothing big. It was what, Civil War was the one where they introduced him as Spider-Man, I think? Yeah. Homecoming. And Marissa, to- and Marissa Tomei as Aunt, as yeah. Aunt May. I'm sitting Civil going, War. Okay, folks, now we made Aunt May hot. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, good job. <laughs> like, I damn. appreciate you. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's that's really it. That's really it. Um, but two things about him: one, he's he's an excellent actor, excellent, and the 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 uh, um, doing the stunts and everything beast mode you see some in the background while well, like, obviously you know doing film stuff i went and i watched like all the behind the scenes stuff for him doing like flips off of cars not no tethers or anything he was just doing because he did gymnastics or something like that as young so he's like doing gymnastic flips off of shit and they're like just trying to follow the dude the <laughs> other thing is Fuck, dude slow down it's <laughs> like yeah whoa calm down he's also <laughs> the only one he he's like and he's dating zendaya or whatever and that's the only celebrity um relationship ever that i'm actually pulling for and the reason is is because all uh, people follow the fuck out of them right they just post things about them all the time oh my god oh my god oh my god the oh my god is because tom holland was raised correct and he comes correct he comes up like they were, uh, for example, uh, uh, they were at some, you know, premiere or something like that. And Zendaya's dress was like she was trying to adjust it or whatever. And he walks directly in front of her and blocks all the cameras. And he goes, well, she gets adjusted. She yeah. goes, you good? She goes, yeah. Like she was surprised. Right. Like, Holy crap. Thanks. <laughs> Little things like that. Opening doors, pulling out chairs, that kind of thing. But he did the exact same thing to a guy. Uh, I don't remember. It was like an older guy again at another conference press conference or you know whatever they were doing another red carpet and he was he had his mask not tom holland the other guy had his mask like he was trying to fix it and he's like above his eyes and shit and he blocked him from the cameras too while he fixed his mask he goes yeah i don't need any bad pictures like that and then he puts i'm like the dude the dude he's a bro bro everybody be like tom holland don't be a dick be a tom holland be happy don't be a dick so there you go tom holland if you listen good job appreciate Actors you named tom other than, than tom arnold <laughs> it's like yeah, he's, he's funny but uh <coughs> it, it, mm. yeah it, in 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 doses <laughs> and he's he was fucking brilliant in true lies though he's like dad one of the best sidekicks ever that aren't that especially that arnold ever had let's look at some <laughs> that i recognize name wise here Look at some Toms. Famous Toms. Famous right. Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, Tom Selleck. Let's see. I'm just kind of running through this thing just to see if I can find one that, you know. Uh, yeah, there's Tom Selleck, Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Yeah, he's done some pretty good stuff. <laughs> Tom Felton, actually, um, what's his name from the Harry Potter series? Um, oh, I forget who he played. I'd have to see a picture. I might be able to tell you. He was the little whiny ass bitch in uh, in all of those films. Um, he played Draco Malfoy. Oh, 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 yeah. But he played a damn good Draco Malfoy. Yes. Like if you're gonna play yeah. that character, you did it right, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. I really, I don't see one that I'm just like, no, that's yeah, a terrible too many Tom. Toms out there who are like big name that we don't like, right? Like, get yeah, Tom Arnold good in a lot of stuff, but again, I haven't 
his career hasn't been nearly as prolific as a lot of these other Toms. So yeah. we're sitting here going, okay, it's kind of hard to think of really good examples. Like, okay, True Lies, he was brilliant. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, it is like perfect, yeah, perfectly cast, perfectly directed. And James Cameron's like, all right, dude, seriously, like that. <laughs> just yes, keep doing just, that. Just keep doing that. I'm not even going to mess with you now. Just do that. Nope, just, <laughs> you, do it. See, that's, that, that's the kind of actor that I would want to be. You know, I would want to know my, my, uh, uh, my craft so well that a Jerry Bruckheimer or a Ron White or Ron White, uh, um, um, <laughs> that'd be a hell of a, that'd be a, hell of a director. <laughs> I really want Ron White to direct something now. Yeah, Holy White fuck. Something. It's like, yeah. Dude, message this man. Be like, Hey, direct something. Could work. Ron Howard <laughs> like, is who I meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, or a Cameron or somebody like that who just kind of goes, you know what? Do you? Yeah. You tell me He's to like, do you that. You know I the character like, well enough to the point where I don't need to direct you. Okay. It's it, the kind of thing that George Lucas never really figured out when it came to directing actors. It's just like, dude, no. you, you got some serious firepower in your cast, bro. Let them do their thing. Why is Tom Give Brady to, yeah. con- considered an actor on IMDb? I think he was in one of the Ted movies. But again, it was like, okay, playing himself. It's like, yeah, if, if it's right. a celebrity as themselves, then I don't really, I don't really. Yeah, don't give them an IMDb. Don't be a dick. Well, I mean, if you, if you're, if you, if you're credited in a film, like he was going to put you in IMDb. Yeah, that's true. He was an entourage stuck on you and entourage again. Entourage had two different ones, but they had the same name. They were both called Entourage. Did they, didn't they do a reboot of that thing? Like it was an Entourage movie or something they did a couple years ago after the show ended. Oh, maybe, like, maybe this one's the show I, and this I one's like, the movie. Okay, I found it, speaking of Entourage. Oh, the I ride ain't over. I discovered the genius of Ari Gold. Nice. <laughs> oh my God, dude. With Jeremy Piven ever on fire when he was playing that fucking role. <laughs> I was like, I watched videos on YouTube. It's like, yeah, this Ari Gold's greatest hits. And I'm just like, this guy is an eight, is a walking HR film, but holy shit, does he get it's it done? It's a walking HR film? Nice. <laughs> dude, seriously. Uh, like, <laughs> this, dude, it's like, it, this dude could never get away with shit like half the shit that he says on that show in the real world. Oh, it's no. Like, but he gets the fucking job done. <laughs> and that's all that matters at the end of the day, I, I sir. I that dude is my agent. <laughs> I would. Show me the freaking money in that regard. Mm. All right. Yeah, so, it back around to where we started. Right. Went all <laughs> the way back to the engine actually comes into a circle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a really fucked up looking circle, but we somehow made it back to the beginning. <laughs> back to the beginning. Yeah. Skiz it, skiz it, skiz it. Boom. All the way back to Tom. Um, so yeah, could be a billion dollar movie. Fuck, dude. <laughs> made a seventy five percent profit. Yeah, on that triple. Film. No, it, it's more than seventy five percent. It'd be three x. Yeah, three x. Excuse was. me. So, yeah. yeah, sorry, 300%. I don't know what I was saying. Three hundred percent of the budget right now, and it ain't over yet. No, it's only been out what three weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, dude, dude, dude. It's not even available on any streaming services, so they're no, not even getting... that's all the theater numbers. I can't wait to see what this thing does in home video. Home video. Yeah, <laughs> we say that, but it means something different to us. Well, yeah, it, you're not buying the tape. You're not buying the DVD right. or the... Actually, I probably will buy the Blu-ray of it. Do they even call that it home yeah. video, like, in the industry yeah. anymore? <laughs> it's well, it's home video. iTunes or something like that, and you purchase it off of there, and you're, okay, you're buying the digital copy of it, but it's still home video. 
Uh, I think that's how they classified his home video sales, as far as you know how the you know how they classify what it earned. Right. Yeah, because box office, the, the box office, that's the one that actually makes them the cash flow back. Because the other one's going to be tri- Usually, yeah. trickle amounts, and this one is like smash you in the face mounts. And there were other films that actually was the other way around, where it made it was flopped at the box office, then turned into a cult classic and made its budget back and then some. Well, think about Boondock Saints, right? Exactly. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints Two would have never happened had it not become a cult classic. They already had ideas for you know uh, uh, you know another one or you know continuing the story with the brothers, but they were like no. And then finally, after fifteen years. It finally came out and like made stupid amounts of money, and they were like, "Hey, let's dig okay, up that old three. shit." <laughs> I think I think they are working on a third one. Please don't. <laughs> like guys, you're playing with fire at this. Please point. don't. You didn't do a great job on the second one. Yeah, second one wasn't nearly as good as the first. But uh, again, it's it's one of those like I don't give a fuck films. Or it's like, okay, we're making a film, and that might have been one of the big reasons why it flopped in in theaters because it didn't get promoted right or other things. And and but then after enough people saw it, it's like, dude, you gotta check this out. Well, and it at the time, into, you know, it, at the time, the the cinematography wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, you did have some big names in it. I mean, you had fucking Willem well, Dafoe. One or two. I mean, Willem Dafoe is the biggest name in the movie. Uh, Willem Dafoe and uh, uh, the one who played uh, El Duce. Um, the the oh Billy Connolly yeah yeah Billy Connolly those two but, I mean, names he was like right a there. household name kind of actor I mean or yeah it's it'd be Willem Dafoe I think was probably the biggest name in the movie at the time Norman Reedus has gone on to do you know thanks largely to uh, Walking Dead has become an absolute massive star and it's like hey this guy's freaking good <laughs> best kept secrets in Hollywood is like, Hey, give this guy a role and plenty of screen time and let him do his thing. Yes. All right. So it's written up. I don't know if it's been, uh, accepted or not, but there is an IMD for IMDB for it. The plot is still under wraps. Movie was announced as being officially in production on November 1st of 21. Okay. Boon- so I did, I did remember three. seeing that. Okay. Yep. It's expected to begin filming this month. Okay. And announced are obviously Sean Patrick Flannery and Norman Reedus. Didn't Billy Connolly pass away? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it was a couple years ago, I think. William Connolly. I can't type today. Uh, what the hell is going on with my internet? Not like internets, but you know. <laughs> so yeah, the streaming's working just fine, but Internet Exploder or whatever uh, browser. No, he's still alive. Oh, he is. Now, the character's dead. Well, yeah. Obviously. Okay, they, they kill him, but okay, good. He's still with us, though. But he's still alive, yeah. Sir well, William. They killed Con- off Rocco and they brought him in for flashbacks right. in the second movie so right. yeah it's like okay they can still you know do things with the carrot with him in the role but thanks for coming out, out. <laughs> you'd have better luck with beer yeah. <laughs> that's oh, what no, we're gonna Mashed start potatoes it. it's just irish guacamole am i wrong no 
No. 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 <laughs> I think I can speak for all of my fellow Irishmen. Yeah, it's it's Irish guacamole. A- accurate. But we call them Prades. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Now that's an English thing, but we absolutely oh, well, that's what they call it on the re- on the menu at every Irish pub I've ever been to. Right. So, I want to actually came... go to Dublin and go to a proper Irish pub. All right, can I even understand the menu? <laughs> well, no. I mean, they, like they don't do. Uh, I mean, they speak English. Uh, yeah. It, the I only mean, like... signs that you would actually see in like or anything you would see in Gaelic is you know or irish gaelic specifically would be away from any of the cities like galway and dublin and all that stuff but if you went to where my family's from in roscommon you will see signs in both languages the the official language of the emerald isle is english but in uh northern ireland (laughs) the bad like the six counties you're gonna die um (laughs) the six counties yes uh they speak mostly gaelic oh okay and so if you go up to Belfast, it's a bit, it's a different story. It's so, a little okay. bit of a different story. Now they do speak English. I mean, it's just like yeah. you come here and there's a lot of people that speak Spanish and, and English, you know, around this area, you'll be able to communicate, yeah. but you know, it's up there. It's kind of like halfway, half in the distance, but you go out into the, the, the center away from the downtown areas and you can actually hear some Gaelic. Okay. You go to Dublin, you probably won't hear a word. If you said it, all the little, the little chit, the wee chitlins are not going to know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> the wee bairns. The wee babbies. So, yeah. We got three sizes. We got wee, not so wee, and freaking huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scottish, but still. <laughs> <It> lo- yeah. <laughs> That was one of my favorite random. That's one of my favorite random SNL sketches. Like, where the fuck did that idea come from? I'm like, oh yeah, this is Mike Myers' audition tape for Fat Bastard. <laughs> I'm like, I get it now. He looks get like a normal dude, just wearing a kilt and everything, and all belly. the other tartan, you know, attire. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh yeah, it's Fat Bastard, except he's not a Fat Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what uh, Edge or Edge, Jesus Christ, um, uh, um, Brave the the animated film brave yeah 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 came out right and people are like oh i want to go see the irish movie and i'm like they're scottish (laughs) i know their accent sounds a lot like ours but they're not irish (laughs) it's kelly mcdonald playing merida and by the way folks if you want to know who kelly mcdonald is go watch the movie train spotting I think that was her first role. I was like, yeah, that's that, that's probably maybe the most Scottish movie I've ever seen. Because I mean, it's it's you know, more Scottish than Braveheart because these folks are actually Scottish in this film. The actors are actually, yeah, Ewan McGregor. Uh, 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 who else is in there? Uh, oh, can't think of all their damn names. Uh, Ewan Brenner, uh, Ewan McGregor, Johnny Lee Miller, Ewan Brenner, Robert Carlyle. Yes. Kevin McKidd and yeah. Irvine Welch. Good movie. Really good movie. Let's listen I to mean, her voice real uh, quick. The work that you've done. I mean, this one is, is very specific work. It's very unique. She's talking about train spotting. It seems as a viewer that you've till this really guy shuts the fuck up. All the roles that you've been in. Like, it just looks like you're enjoying yourself, having a good time doing it. What have been the most enjoyable experiences for you that you've had on set? I mean, they all, I just love getting to do what I do for a living. Um, and I, and most of the time, I really love the job. 
she used her voice for Merida. Oh yeah. So <laughs> like she is Scottish. Is it? Yeah. So it's like all she has to do is talk in her normal voice. Right. But she didn't even like make it high pitched and squeaky yeah. like a VO, you know, in that kind of a way. No, she just used her voice. There's a lot of people that have done that. Like, uh, uh, what's her name? Played Meg. Um, um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. She uses her own voice for everything. She doesn't, if she does a voiceover for anything, she's always using her regular voice. So everywhere she goes, now she gets shut up, Meg. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't remember you from that 70s show. No, we remember nope. you as Meg. You are Meg. <laughs> you are Meg. Mm-hmm. You're not Jackie. Nope. <clears throat> so, you know, it's one of those situations that I'm sure she. She. <sighs> I don't know if I've, I think I've read something or I've watched something where she was talking about how she has a little bit of a hatred for having to, or for deciding to be a part of the show because of what it's done to her career because it pigeonholes you. Mm. But when you do sitcoms animated or live action, you are pigeonholed. Yeah. It takes Jennifer Aniston. It's like, oh yeah, nobody takes her seriously. Right. Because everybody remembers her as Rachel. Right. She's never going to get out from under that 18 years after the show's done. And pretty much nobody from that show. Yeah, I think Matthew Perry might be one of the few. But again, everybody thinks even Miss Chandler. Ross, actually, David Schwimmer, actually, uh, the thing that really, and this is and this is a show that actually he did while Friends was still going, was Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had, going, oh, dude, Courtney <laughs> Cox, good in that role. <laughs> Courtney Cox obviously went off and did, you know, like she was yeah, bigger she before few, she did stuff before friends, right? She had a bit. Yeah, she was even in a Bruce Springsteen video. Exactly. She was in dancing in the dark. She's the girl he pulls out of the crowd and dances on stage yeah. with her. So and Courtney, that was 10 years before friends. Yeah, she did. Well, uh, why not? Ryder was in friends. Maybe like a cameo a role part, in one maybe? episode. Yeah, I don't know. She shows up as one of the, the top ones. Um, and, but like Matt LeBlanc, he didn't do shit. Yeah, nope. Lisa Kudrow, Even, yeah, nope. they, they gave him a spinoff show and it like lasted like two years. Yeah. If that. Yep. Everybody else just kind of went, all right, later y'all. Yeah. And he's like, nope, I'm just going to take all my money, drive my cars, ride my motorcycles. And my uncle actually taught him how to ride. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. He, he even taught Tom Cruise how oh, well, shit. Tom Cruise knew, but he taught him how to ride on a track. So all of the riding that he did in Maverick and obviously in Top Gun, the original, he, he learned. Yeah, he actually had, he had never been on a motorcycle in his life prior to the original Top Gun film. No shit. That was his first exposure to riding, and he caught the bug. It's like same thing with flying. He's like, yeah. hey, dude, I want to learn how to fly. I want to buy my own P-51. I want a zillion bikes. <laughs> Pretty sure all the cool shit you see in the hangar in Top Gun Maverick is all his stuff. Well, yeah, like the, I was even t- the Mustang is his. Yeah, it's yep. all the bikes are his. I yeah. told my wife, you know, I said, OK, I'm, the only thing I'm going to say is when like right at the beginning, when he has the, the P-51, I was like, all right, this is the only thing I'm going to say. That's his plane. That's his personal. That's Tom Cruise's personal that plane. Is Tom's personal airplane. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. Like, it, it, yeah, it was. I think it was that was the original Top Gun was what gave him gave him the bug on riding and flying. And he took up what's her name from the show from the the movie uh, Penny uh, Benjamin, yeah, uh, the lady Jennifer who played, Connelly, yeah, yeah, in the plane and the, took her the up, end of the film. And she was like, she was, she was like, uh, no. He goes, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. you're good. Just sit right I'm here, fine. and I can tell you, you you have all everybody has been around somebody that that reminds you of Tom Cruise in that way, the way she was saying it. Um. 
you know, you come up and you're like, they know exactly what they're doing. You've never done it. It's kind of a crazy thing. And they're just like, no, 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 come on, come and sit right over here. Just put this over your shoulder and then click it right here. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, no, right, we're just going to go ahead and do this. And we're going to do that. All right, cool. Let's go. And they have no idea what just happened, but you didn't say no. You didn't like stop. There were no, there was tons of cold feet, but you kept moving like, nope, because he was too fast. He was too fast. So they have all these, like, I'm sorry, we're going to toot the trumpet for Top Gun a little more. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, It doesn't need you. any of our help to make huge piles of money. It's no. already done that. Yes, obviously, as we've said. <laughs> and we're just explaining why. <laughs> Go see it. I'm, I'm serious. Because it is, it's one of those films that, like, Sully, everybody wanted this story. Uh, about you know Sully Sullenberger and 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 the the plane and everybody survived and it was great you crash into the Hudson and everything's awesome right everybody wanted that story but that movie was not made for some harrowing tale that movie was this is exactly what happened verbatim step by step with pretty much no Hollywood license at all I think other than the NTSB guys giving them a hard time afterwards, because like apparently that didn't actually happen in the real world. As they and they understood like immediately, oh yeah, he did exactly what was the only option. Yeah, so there was no yeah they was, weren't second guessing what he did and yeah stuff. Like, no, they weren't trying to you know make it look like, oh yeah you screwed up you could have you know made a landing and this and that. And yeah, sure they did try the shit out in simulators and like yeah okay if you know it's coming. Yeah, and that you, part was real. Yeah, it, that was real. They actually did do, you know, they did reenact it in the same way. Yes, the airplane did have enough energy to be able to make a safe landing back at LaGuardia. If you knew it's coming and the moment you hit the birds, you immediately just turn back, go to the airport. Yeah. No, in the real world, you actually evaluate what the fuck just happened. Is my plane understand okay? Understand the situation and then act. Right. Is my plane okay? Let's find Wait, what's out. Act, what exactly is happening? Oh, we're losing. Okay, both engines losing thrust. Okay, what's the other situation going on? Okay, where am I? How much altitude do I have? Good landing sites. Like, okay, I can see LaGuardia from here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to make it now. And it's like, Teeter, <laughs> over there, maybe. Okay, and he asked, he asked ATC about it. He's like, what do you think? He's like, yeah, okay, it's a, it's available. Runways are clear. And you're, v, you're watching your VSI go like this. Yeah. You watch like, okay, now like, we're heading downwards. This is not good. downwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah, this is the situation. Like, it is a uh, okay, best. Both engines losing thrust. Both, uh, we're going to lose hydraulic pressure. We're going to lose electrical power here. Okay, start APU. the APU. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even that one wasn't even in the fucking card. That, that, yeah, that wasn't a memory item for that thing. And the idea, the whole checklist that they were running for dual engine flame out is the idea is, oh, yeah, you're up at 35,000 feet when this happens. Right. So you've got time and altitude and airspeed to be able to actually work the problem. So he's running through this freaking checklist. It's like, oh, he's, he's, you know, okay, this, this, this. It's like ten, five, six pages of shit. Right. And it's like, okay, and we do not have 30,000 feet under us. We have like less than 3,000. Yeah. Even, <laughs> when, the at the, starts, even when you're like, at uh-oh. 330 and something like that happens, you're still yeah. going to be like, all right, do we need to do anything like right meow? All right. Everything seems okay. Let's calm down. Let's go through the checklist. Yeah, We're not going to go if it's not, a me- if it's not a memory item thing, right? Some of some of the malfunctions that we have in airplanes, and this all depends on which type of airplane you're flying and even which airline you're flying it for. Mm-hmm. How many memory items you have, which ones are in there, which ones might not be in there. Usually the stuff. OK, decompression. Get your mask on. Right. And get and establish communication with the rest of the crew. 
that's a memory item in pretty much every single airliner I've ever flown for right. every company I've ever flown for. Stuff like that. Or, and depending on the airplane, okay, with the turboprops I flew, we had, I think, yeah, the 1900, we had two dozen memory items. It was a pain in the ass. Damn. The Ember 175, what I fly now, we have seven. Seven? Yeah. Damn. Seven memory items. And then we have a fucking binder two inches thick full of all the different checklists and everything else that we have for all the other malfunctions we might encounter. They're like, oh, okay, here's the situation. Go to the correct checklist and do exactly just like what Jeff Skiles was doing in the situation on 1594. It's like, oh, okay. And, okay, do everything you can with the time you have allotted. He's like, you have any ideas? Actually, I don't. It's like, there we have literally nothing else we can do about the situation. Is okay, um, we've picked a smooth, clear area to set it down. We're setting minimum sync. Uh, we've done everything we can, and here we go. Yeah, time to have fun. Like, yeah. Put your, hand on the, put your hand yeah, up. Brace. Brace. Because <laughs> you're about to decelerate rapidly. Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, it it, it kind of helps when you're doing that and you have both men from that cockpit standing behind you, but standing behind the camera. You're standing, you're, you're in this seat and you're in this seat and the yep. people from those seats in the actual plane are standing behind you. Be like, oh no, I reached up here for this. Yep. I mean, that's how ridiculous Clint Eastwood was getting. He was actually having him say, oh, no, I actually reached up here for this. Mm -hmm. And Tom Hanks and, like, and, you're fucking right, I yeah. did. Yeah, hell yeah. And the whole thing when the very end, when they listened to the CVR tape, and I've read the book. Yeah. At the very end of the book, they actually put the transcript of the CVR at the very end of the book. Nice. And so I'm, I remember, like, I'd read this, and then a year or so later, I saw the film, and I was like, okay, yeah, all of that. Yeah, but word for word, every single thing they did is in that sequence, and they show it. Yep, nuts. And you realize that was it. It's like as busy as they were doing all this stuff. It's like okay, Jeff Skiles. I think it was his first trip off of IOE on the Airbus. He just transitioned over from a different fleet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he was, and that's one of the reasons Sully said, "Okay, dude, you run the checklist because you're fresh out of training, so you've got a whole bunch of experience recent on running this stuff." So you've been running, yeah, it's one of the things we do when we get type rated on a new airliner, is we spend a couple weeks in the sim running all sorts of these scenarios. And it's like, okay, engine failures, engine fires, all sorts of different malfunctions, all kinds of, and we get so much experience running through these emergency checklists that if you're fresh out of training and this happens to you in the real world, you'll be pretty, you'll handle it pretty yeah, well. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, he's an experienced pilot, but it was new to that aircraft. Yeah, but it's like okay. So what is okay? The procedures for that airline are still the same, no matter which fleet you're on. Yep. It's like okay, boop, 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 this is how we do it. And he ran them. It's like okay, I'm running this. It's like okay, it's like okay, we need 300 knots airspeed for an air start. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> it looks at the airspeed yeah. indicator. Yeah, we don't have. <laughs> yeah, that. we don't have that. <laughs> and we're just not going to have enough altitude to even get to it if we wanted to. Exactly. <laughs> it's like even if you push the fucking stick forward, nose the bitch over, you ain't going to get the 300 you're knots before you hit the water. No. <laughs> it's like no. No. Ah, oh, Christ. No, it's it's one of those films that you know it's it's there for almost just like a historical record, and and it's kind of right. okay if you're if you're a, a professional airline pilot like me and you go watch the thing and go, yeah, they well, got it right. Also, like James you write Cameron, down to the whole thing about right before they depart when they're sitting at the gate and they're talking about steaks. Yeah, it's like yeah, let's go to Del Frisco's. Yeah, it's like the ribeye. Oh, to break your heart. I like the porterhouse. Oh, the porterhouse will stop your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no joke, folks. That's what we fucking talk about. <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, when you we got know some like- time and we're, and we're not busy doing other shit, we're not in sterile cockpit, we can talk about shit. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go get a steak after this flight. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to go for dinner tonight. Oh, we're going to this layover. What's a good, I haven't done this one yet. You done this one yet? Are these are good restaurants by the hotel or anything like that? And yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, it, when they hit the, let's fucking talk about When it. did they hit the birds? <laughs> 1,800 feet? It's like 2,800. 2,800. Really, really, really low. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what it's like being a pilot all the way up until that birds hit. Totally normal day. That's pilots. That's what it'll be like if you wanted to be a pilot. That's pilot. And Sully going and getting a sandwich from the the newsstand or whatever on his way to the gate. (laughs) I do that almost every day. Yep. 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 All the time. Sometimes that's the only time you get fucking food when you're in between flights. <laughs> As you're running. <laughs> and Run! he was a commuter. That was the thing. He lived, I believe he still does live, in uh, Northern California. Because he started with U.S. Air with another airline before it merged into U.S. Air. PSA, Pacific Southwest Airlines. Ah, yeah. And he was based in San Francisco. And prior to 9-11, U.S. Air had a San Francisco hub still, even after they merged with PSA and everything. But after 9-11, U.S. Air was, I think, one of the first ones to declare bankruptcy because their major hub at DCA was shut down for a whole month. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, they shut down the entire airspace for a week, and then everybody else, you know, they opened it up, and the airline started flying again. But one of their but not biggest hubs was shut down for a whole month, and yep. that really screwed their bottom BWI line. and IAD were allowed to fly, but not but DCA. DCA was not, and DCA was their hub. Yep. So, and ladies yeah, and gentlemen, they, they, as but, soon yeah. as you leave the runway heading north, oh, yeah, you're, Im- you're immediately in D.C., yeah. but you're you make aimed a almost hard right at the White House when you take off and you make an mm-hmm. immediate hard left and yeah. you follow this little tunnel the out river. of there. No, follow the river. Uh, don't the go river. right of the river. Don't go right of the river. <laughs> follow don't the go river. left either because you're going to overflow the Pentagon. I don't want you doing that either. The river. Oh, uh, somebody was talking about it on on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. You know, just one of the friends talking about you know landing in D.C. This is the first time they landed in D.C. Where they could see all of D.C. I was like, ah, yes, the River, River Visual One Nine. Ah, it's my that's favorite. That's fun. That's day or night. It's a fun. I've I've done I've done it several times both, and it's it it's fun. It's a fun. It's a challenge, especially if you got big crosswinds. Yes. That's a, yeah. If you've got a big ta- if you got the winds out of the west, you're going to end up with a big crosswind right as you're turning right to line up with the runway, and also while you're trying to descend, tailwind does a motherfucker. Approach, yeah, <laughs> blowing right up your while butt. you're descending, and when you have a big tailwind, you tend to descend and get high airspeed, which is hard. Hard to <laughs> spill off. Really hard. Yeah, it's it it becomes a bit of a challenge when the wind isn't cooperating, especially with a goddamn seven thirty seven. I don't know oh, what it is yeah. about that goddamn airplane. But it doesn't look like it would be slippery. But that motherfucker is slippery. The next gens with the newer wings very much are the original seven threes with the short wings. Nah, Bricks. man, you pull the power out, that some bitch drops. Yeah, brick. But the yeah, but like the, the NGs onwards, yeah, the six hundreds and onwards, yeah, they got slippery. way slippier wings. Like even running boards out on that on that approach with a with a tail with a butt wind, you're yeah. like. Slow down. Slow the fuck down. Come on. That's kind of thing where you're like, all right, use the landing gear as yeah, fucking speed brakes. I've exactly. had to do that. <laughs> 100%. We below to one big max the on the 73. pretty damn slippery, too. It's, 738 yeah, it, max it, yeah. is like 200, I think. So it's just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> 250 knots, we can put the gear down on my airplane. Put like, it down. I had to use those as speed brakes because literally we're too fast to hang flaps. Literally the only thing we've got are the boards and, fucking, and the fucking landing gear. You want to know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're flying in an airplane. 
you want to know if you're if you're running a little hot and they're using the the landing gear as brakes when they put down the the gear and you all of a sudden get that like real hard you can like deceleration, deceleration that means they were using the gear as a brake and if you look out your window and you're like man we're still high yeah <laughs> and you can put the gear down around 1500 to 2000 feet <laughs> when you feel like you did that then yes they were using them Ladies as and gentlemen i would like to introduce you to your tray table <laughs> <laughs> make sure your tray tables are pilot up. either landed long or you've got a really short fucking runway is okay he gets the thing on the ground slangs the nose gear down and then stands on the brakes yes he's got okay we've got a heavy airplane and a short fucking runway how did you get the reversers to go out before we got on the ground <laughs> I've never done that because they don't release till you get weight on wheels, and I don't exactly. know of a way to dis- I don't know of a way to get around it. <laughs> I wonder if if you bounced it, if you bounce it and you hit it right as you hit, but even it's though you went up, it's a combination of weight on wheels and wheel speed. Ah, uh, okay. And it that unlocks stuff. Got it. At least I know for the ground spoilers, like okay, as you get weight on wheels and up to a certain, and the wheels have spun up to a certain speed. Oh, it's not a bounce landing. Okay, you're actually on the ground. And boards up yeah otherwise like, oh yeah you bounce it the fucking the boards come up and then you slam back down the second time that's how you break stuff and hurt people so yeah it's okay it touches down gets weight on wheels and the wheels spin up to a certain speed and the thrust levers are below a certain angle right that's the other thing is okay yeah you'd be rolling out and if you push the power up oh it's like yeah weight on wheels with certain wheel speed okay on ta- how do you prevent them from deploying on takeoff well because the thrust levers are pushed up yep <laughs> so I was like, oh, they're above a certain angle, so don't deploy the freaking speed brakes. Now, if you pull the thrust levers back and reject the takeoff, they automatically come up. Now, in the older 7.3s, or was it this? No, it was it was like the 3.19s. 7.3s, you didn't have to arm them. But I think it was in like the 3.19s that you had to actually arm them at takeoff. In the seven threes, you—if you were to put them in armed on the seven three, it gives you the takeoff warning. Oh yeah, the config warning. Yeah, you get the config warning. You go up to forty, you know, to to you know get ready for uh, takeoff. And yeah. it's actually—I think it's—I think that's also based on angle. At least it is on my airplane. Mm. Yeah, so it's like okay, we can be sitting at the gate with engines off and if i push the thrust levers up it'll get the config warning because we don't have something set the trim's not set right flaps aren't set right brake parking brake is set yeah yeah she's <laughs> still stuck there <laughs> yeah in uh seven three it's only the auto brakes to rto rejected takeoff that's yeah as my airplane is available with auto brakes but none of ours have that I, uh, they decided I to order them without that. that yeah yeah <laughs> then there's weird ones why. like southwest wants you to use no more than two auto brake okay. two speed like even if you're landing on a short runway they don't want you to run it up to like max yeah auto yeah. brakes three is like, oh yeah we need you know stand we need to center. stand yeah <laughs> plane we're stop. landing in key west and we're heavy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's wet <laughs> done all that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you did it on a Beach 1900. Uh, 1900 sobs. But the 1900, that 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 landing in a 1900 is a controlled crash. Well, the 1900 and the Saab have really stiff landing gear shocks. So no matter how ginger you Doink. get the touchdown, it's a jolt. The Embraer's, much softer shocks. Yeah. It's like you 145, can... 175, even if you plant it, but it just mushes in. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, much I think I've actually felt that before on yeah, a Embraer. Much softer suspension. Yeah, so like yeah, even with the nineteen hundred and the Saab, no matter how soft the touchdown was, it was always a bit of a jolt. Drew, what's going on with our world, Drew? Well, um, let's get this. Let's get the highlights out of the way. Okay, apparently cattle are dying by the ten thousands, and people don't understand what's actually doing it. Right? It ain't the fucking heat. No, it's not the fucking. No, heat. it's not the fucking. It's heat, the folks. same heat as every year. Yes. And they didn't and die then. Actually, quite a few places hotter than where these cattle are dropping dead by the thousands, and they're fine. So we're all sitting here going, somebody's poison the water hole. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> and it yeah. kind of, con- con- uh, 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 remember back all the fires at plants, power plants, processing plants, meat processing, food you know, processing food plants, processing plants, plants. Like, like chickens, pigs, everything. Yeah. Poultry, pork, all sorts of different food processing places that are shutting down or burning down. I'm sitting here going, folks, can we get a comparison here of how often this shit used to happen, say, prior to like three years ago versus what's it doing now? Is this something that we just didn't notice was happening? It was happening all the time. We just never noticed it. Let's look at it for the last hundred years. Versus like, the compared, last yeah, compared, two. Okay, like, from like the prior to the last three years, go back like 50 years. All the way back. How often did this shit? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Go way 50 back. 50 plus years. That's the average person has been on, you know, average American has been alive less time than that. So, yeah. Right. So, like, okay. So, it's, all right. The last 50 years. Yeah. How sure. often did this kind of shit happen? Right. I mean, is this something that's been going on the whole fucking time and we just, nobody noticed it? So or did we have a big deal? It's nothing out of the ordinary. Or did we or have is some shit going down? Or did we have more nuclear, you know, uh, uh, meltdowns than that ever happened in the last few years? Oh, actually, it's been what? Three Mile Island was 1979, dude. That was a long fucking time ago. Chernobyl. That's the fun part. Chernobyl was so damn dangerous. I'm like, why does the U.S. Navy not seem to have any problems with it? Oh, right. right because they're trained in how to handle it. I've got one 40 miles south of me. Never had a problem with it. Nuclear plants all over the damn place. And I was like, oh, yeah, Three Mile Island was a mistake. Those yep. happen. Yep. As long as you've got people who are trained in how to handle this shit, well, mistakes likelihood go way down. And if they do happen, they usually get contained before they become a real problem. Mother Nature said fuck you to Fukushima. Yeah. That was a tsunami that completely wrecked their ability to control the reactor. It was like, yeah. okay, yeah. All of a sudden, the basement flooded, so we can't get the backup generators going. We can't keep the coolant pumps running which is absolutely necessary even after you shut down a reactor to make sure it doesn't melt. Just saying. Just saying, <laughs> folks, that's the way it is. Uh, it was, uh, I, I would hate to have been that guy you know, who grabbed his coffee because walks over to the window to look over the bay. Oh, Fuck. shit. <laughs> the water is receding. Uh-oh. It's about to come back with a vengeance. Like Moving his head around, trying to get a perfect view. Like, what? what's that? Why is the why tide is, receding quickly? <laughs> why is that boat higher and now it's missing? Uh-oh. What the fuck is going? Shit! <laughs> How do you say shit in Japanese? How do you say shit in Japanese? Fukushima. Yeah. Ooh. Too soon. <laughs> oh, Fukushima. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 
You had best unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. And this is why uh, Mother Nature said, Fuck this place! Fuck it! <laughs> oh, gracious me. Yeah. And it's like, and Chernobyl? Well, that was just the Soviets being the Soviets. Yeah. yeah. Soviets going to be Soviets. Part of, oh, yeah. It's like even the Soviet Navy. And look at how many reactor problems they had, especially on the original first-gen nuclear subs. There's an old joke. How do you identify, How do you know a sailor from the Northern Fleet? Because he glows in the dark. There were a lot of reactor accidents on those subs. They made one into a movie, K-19. That was just the most serious one. There were a couple of dozen. Yeah, one Less that- serious ones that involved a lot of people getting irradiated. Yeah. Because the Soviets didn't design these things very well, and they didn't train their people very well on how to operate them, the average sailor could barely read. Right. Their officers were politically connected. They had a guy who was, you know, in the Communist Party in some high-ranking position, and that's why he got the job, not because he's actually good at what he does. They even had ones that had their own birth, or, you know, had their own own, uh, cabin on whatever vessel. And they were only connected to the Kremlin. Yeah. That's all they did. Officers. That's yeah, all they were. There was a guy whose job was to be the just voice the of the Communist Party Correct. on the ship. I'm like. That's how little the Soviets trusted their own people. Yeah. And how do you even trust that person? Like, they are such a paranoid group of people, you know, back then. And, and I, I feel, you know. Let's talk about this first. Yeah, I don't think that really has changed all that much because I've got no. a former KGB officer running the show over there. So yeah, exactly. Not entirely Doesn't... sure that changed also that much. But here's here's the thing: who goes to war? People who are scared. People who are greedy. Probably a little both. Governments go to war. Yes. Not people. Well, governments are run by people. But the government goes to war. Yeah. But the people if, running the government do it because they're greedy. Exactly. They're evil. But they're scared. But it's they think their opponent they think their neighbor's gonna do it first. They wanna, you know, they think their neighbor's about to invade right. them, so they want to get out ahead of it. Right. And they're wrong. Like the entire military wanted to do during the thirteen days and they wanted to take Cuba yeah. out. And like, you guys have no clue how quickly this is going to get out. of You hand. don't understand. Like they're going to be like, Oh look, they're coming. Well, you might be able to take out six of them, but the other 29 you're dead <laughs> and you're not going to have like, time we, to launch yours. So we like, all, we're going to blast a shit ton of them. We all gonna way, die. These things are now ready to launch. And guess what? That's assuming that the ones everywhere else in the world aren't about to be launched in retaliation anyway. So like, oh yeah, maybe they can't take out DC in eight minutes. Oh, maybe it'll take half an hour. Did, but it's uh, still coming. Did we play End of the World on this show yet? Okay, so damn, that is sweet you might say. Have we played that? The REM song? No. The 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 YouTube video. The End of the World YouTube video? Even, the one that I'm we reference even. all the time? Am I am I having a brain fart? <laughs> I think you are, because I don't. Only two things are unless it, unless it's something unless we call it something else, and I'm not thinking of it. No, this was posted 14 fucking years ago. <sighs> Pulling this video up just hurt me on the inside. 2008. 
Jesus Christ, April of 2008. End of the world YouTube video. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so, you're gonna have to play because I'm not. I, I'm, I, I am. I'm I am playing. loading right now, and we've played it on the show before, even on terrestrial radio. We mm-hmm. played it. Uh, where is the browser thing so I can select the correct one? All right, are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So here's the earth. Chilling. Damn, that is a sweet earth, you might say. Brown. All right. Ruling out the ice caps melting, meteors <sighs> becoming crashed into us, the ozone layer leaving, and the sun exploding. We're definitely going to blow ourselves <sighs> up. Okay. So basically, we've got China, France, India, Israel, Pakistan, Russia, the UK, and us with nukes. We've got about 2,600 more than anybody else. Whatever. Anyway, one day we decide those Chinese sons of a bitches are going down. So we launch so. a nuke at China. While it's on its way, China's like, shit, shit, who the fuck is shooting us? Oh well, fire missiles! Then France is like, shit, guys, we got the missiles, they are coming, fire our shit! But then let's hide. Well, have a nap. Then fire the missiles! Meanwhile, Australia is down there like WCF, mates. India, Israel, and Pakistan launched their shit, so now we've got missiles flying everywhere, passing each other. Russia's like, ah, motherland! Then England's like, about that time, eh, chaps? Right up. So now the US is like, fuck, we're dumbasses. Canada's like, what's going on, eh? Australia's still like, WTF. Mars is laughing at us, and some huge media is like, well, fuck that. So, <laughs> now we've got nuclear winter. Everyone's dead except Australia, and they're still like, WTF. But they'll be dead soon. Fucking kangaroos. But, assuming we don't blow ourselves up, us Californians just have to worry about California breaking off from the United States to go hang with Hawaii. Alaska can come too. The end! And there you go. <laughs> that's where that's from. Okay. Yes. Because I've heard y'all say that shit. It's like, what the fuck is that even from? Whoa. Now I know. Whoa. I hit... I hit a bad button in Windows 11, apparently, and it, all the screens went down. Like, I have things up so that I can like, utilize I them. There, yeah, I was like, oh, let's go look at China. That's a Japanese flag on the wall. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> also where we get the ah, motherland one. It's like, ah, motherland! Okay, hold on. So if Russia is the motherland and Germany was the fatherland, does that mean the entire Eastern Front was just domestic violence? Ooh. And I'm pretty sure there was a kid involved. That kid's name is Poland. But sex. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Ron's sitting going, holy. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> holy Inappropriate crap. laughter, ladies and gentlemen. It's in the fucking intro. <laughs> Ron's, Ron's sitting going, my God, that's that's deeper than the Marianas Trench. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 damn. Well, damn. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Muy interesante. Anyway, all right. So, <clears throat> anyway. yes, that was. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> but I am letad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letad. Pierre, the missiles are coming. Prepare to launch the stones. <laughs> uh, but yes, there you go. <laughs> Drew's now going to watch that a bunch of times. You have to watch it as many times as like Robbio and I have. We've watched it. You guys quote it all the time. Like, oh, now I know what the fuck you're quoting. Thousands of times, I'm sure. I've known you as long as that video has been on the fucking YouTube. I've never seen it before. Correct. All right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, if you're a, a, a lab attendant or a stoop kid, the show for you is over. But if you're a shitlord, there's another whole section of show coming very that shortly. That, that was, yes. That was the visible, visible portion of the, uh, of the iceberg. That was two weeks to slow the spread. Yeah. Ooh. Two weeks to slow the spread is the equivalent of just the tip, folks. Excellent work. Change my mind. Where the fuck is <laughs> I? I can't find the thing. The da Where is it? Uh, I can't find yeah. it. I thought I loaded it. Oh well. Now we're having fun. All right. Yes, so, yeah. Yes, yeah. You want to have more fun with us? You must join come. the Shitlord Clubhouse. You must. Shitlord Clubhouse. Yeah, that voice doesn't match Austrian. Because <laughs> that's French. That's not French, Austria. not Austrian. And <laughs> he's Austrian. I don't sound like Nikki Lauda. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ladies, I'm not yelling. If you want to listen to the rest of the show, you must become a Shitlord. How do you become a Shitlord? You must go to the website. It's theporchfactor.com and click on the big Become a Shitlord logo right in the middle of the goddamn page. Join in, support the show, listen to the other 50%, and maybe I'll let you lick my taint or something. I don't know. But we're going to. Here's a ringing endorsement advertisement, Ron. People like. (laughs) That'll get him in the door. Like, (laughs) that'll get him in my (laughs) shitstorm. That'll get him in the door. I am excellent at advertising. <laughs> You're a real whiz in advertising, Ron. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, but yes, we're going to take a quick break uh, between the shows because we didn't do a break during the show. So you're fucking welcome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we were a little bit late starting, so we didn't uh, we didn't shortchange y'all. But now I have a bladder that is full of things, and that bladder must be emptied. I'm 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 enjoying the new blue Dr Pepper. Is that good? It is. Do they have a Dark zero berry. version of it? I have no idea. Did I, you not I see? I was at the uh, okay. Literally, I was at Kroger yesterday, and they had an island of twelve packs of these. Like on my way to the checkout, I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna try some of that." Yeah, I, I saw I, one at I, Giant the other day, and I'm like, "That looks good. Maybe it is good. I don't know." Hey, we gotta go. I have no idea if they do a zero version. We'll see you later. We'll see some of you in just a few minutes if you want to be a shitlord. Later. Adios. Adios.